Unwinding Loons, Caulk Like Coffee, and the 100-word story. It's all part of Kwame & Company. And this is Kwame & Company Podcast, and I'm, I'm a little loopy on the numbering. I think it's 34. I think so. They didn't think we'd get the 30. Oh, my they, goodness. They sure didn't think we'd know the numbers, <laughs> and they're right about that. Yeah, no doubt. I think it's podcast, Kwame & Company Podcast number 34. So, yeah, onwards and upwards. Um, uh, coming up here uh, in, in a few moments, we'll have bottom of the column news. We've got the author of our book of the month, Seven Words, and also the, the new leader, one of the new leaders of the St. Cloud Salvation Army. They just moved in this late summer. Uh, Lieutenant Caitlin North will Ooh. be uh, joining us. And she's uh, a young officer. You know how they do it. Usually it's a husband and wife team in a new location like that, in a new post. And uh, th th this is uh, quite an opportunity for a young couple like this and, and such an established Salvation Army uh, post. Orgasm. Yeah, uh, because they've got they've got stuff going on there in St. Cloud, including, like, <laughs> they've got a whole hotel. Have you seen that hotel? It's a great big, like, used to be, a, I don't know, Super 8 or whatever. But uh, I don't think I've noticed. Oh, man, they got people staying there. They I'm got usually driving, so there. I can't look around. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to go over there sometime. But uh, at any rate, she'll be joining us as well. I wanted to start with uh, what uh, my friend Jerry was saying about uh, grateful meditation. And, you know, Jerry's not a real strong meditator. He's admitted that. He, he didn't even like the concept. Mm -hmm. But he's been trying to get into it. And as believers, sometimes we take the word meditation as, ooh, is that some kind of mystical Eastern religion thing? No, we're told to meditate. We're told to meditate on God's word. It's what you meditate on that makes the difference or makes it goofy or not. Goofy. Right, right. So, so no, we're not. Determines the meaning. That's right. We're not some transcendental meditation we're talking about here. We're no. talking about thinking about God's word and mm -hmm. thinking about, well, Chewing in this case. On it. Yeah. And in this case, uh, of course, the month of November we're thinking about being thankful and that's what uh, Jerry has your grateful meditation. Mm. So he he'll do it from a sort of a secular viewpoint. We'll have to add something at the end here. Well, sure. Okay. Uh, Jerry says a different way to meditate is to clear your mind of everything and think of things and people you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. uh, so he says, start with just a minute a day. He said, I do it in the shower. Okay, Jerry, a little more information than we needed, but you know, <laughs> I get that. That's a good place. You, you know, really, some of your first cogent thoughts of the day are in the shower when you the, the hot water opens up your blood vessels. Right. And if you just, I guess, commit to that time, it's going to be more than a minute. The shower will be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you could do it the whole time you're in the shower, and then That's you know right. that you're going to do it longer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, okay, and the second point here, think of things and people who you're fortunate enough to have in your life at that moment. And for what they've done for you previously. Mm. See, that's sort of mm -hmm. the gist of the whole thing. Uh, if your mind wanders to you and your current problems, yes, nip it in the bud. Direct them back to who and what you're grateful for. Sure. That's easy to, the mind kind of wanders, uh, but uh, put the kibosh on that for right. just a short period of time anyway. And Jerry says it's not about big things, it's little things as well. Like, um, the parking lot attendant uh, takes special care of you and greets you with a warm welcome. Or uh, the guy at uh, 
at Holiday who knows you've got the Super <laughs> Saber Sipper Club thing. Right. And asks you, you know, is that going on, the Super Saber thing? Super yeah. Saber? Um, you can be grateful for even touchy things like broken relationships that you're glad God has gotten you through mm-hmm. or, or a disease that you're fighting to overcome. You may think, well, you're thankful for that. One of the hardest, one of the verses that the kids are learning in Awana that they learn in Sparks. Yeah. It says, pray continuously and then in everything, give thanks. And I said, no, that's everything. Yeah. I said, no, it's easy to give thanks for the, the good things in your life. Right. But when you're being punished or you fell down on your bike, Mm-hmm. Or yeah. something bad happened, like something breaks that you're using. Is it so easy to do it then? Right. <laughs> so yeah. trying, I'm explaining that to six and seven year olds. When yeah, I don't even was... get totally, <laughs> you know, follow through with that myself. Yeah. But you know, trying to get it early in their heads that right. everything that's everything. Yeah. Because I don't remember learning that when I was little. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's a harder thing to learn as an adult. I remember the, learning the <laughs> verse without really thinking about it. Exactly. Yeah. That the concept is, but I don't remember yeah. being in kind of ingrained in me. So, well, Jerry's last point here is that grateful meditation will leave you feeling happier and more relaxed. It's a good use of the time that requires no learning curve, like if it was an app or something. <laughs> you know, right. No, just, just be thankful <laughs> for a minute. Think of people mm-hmm. that you're thankful for, or or the thing people and things you're thankful for. I think that basically that's a good start. You don't have to add a lot to that, except you could thank the Lord for the above-mentioned list. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so coming up, uh, Caitlin North. Uh, right now we've got the author of our, our book of the month here on Kwame & Company podcast. Uh, let's see. 034. Mm-hmm. Or if we go Roman numerals, XXXIV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 91.5 and 102.7, The Word. Uh, Denise Wilson is with us this morning, author from Ontario. Denise, welcome. Thank you. Now, now your book is Seven Words You Never Want to Hear. And now you're not giving away uh, what those words are in the title. Do, can we give it away without... Uh, okay. Absolutely. Those words are spoken by Jesus in Matthew chapter 7, and they are, I never knew you, depart from me. And nobody wants to hear those words. Oh, exactly. So who is in danger of unexpectedly hearing those seven words? Well, there's many professing Christians in our churches, in our world, people perhaps who said a prayer as a child or as an adult, repeated words maybe, um, but there's the, there was no genuine repentance. And so a lot of people think they're saved, but, uh, but according to this passage, people call Jesus Lord, they're doing things in Jesus' name, and few of those are actually know the Lord. So there's a difference between losing your salvation and never having actually come to salvation. Exactly. Um, the Bible makes it quite clear that we can't lose our salvation, but we can think we have salvation and not actually have it. And those are the people that are in danger. And the Bible says, God, you know, in First John it says, these things are written that you might know that you have eternal life. So God wants us to know, but he also warns us to not be deceived. Yeah. Well, Denise Wilson is our guest. Seven words you never want to hear. Denise, where can people get your book? 
Um, the book is available on Amazon or christianbook.com. You can find it there. Um, my website is denisewilson.ca. I don't actually sell it on my site, but you can find me there. I'm Canadian, so the CA at the end for my, yeah. All right. It's like our website is the word.mn, and it's actually uh, Mongolia or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Denise, we'll be right back. Talk some more about the book. Bottom of the column news, our panel of experts, and the Swirl Master 2000, all part of Kwame and Company on 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. Well, Amy, you've been off hunting and doing things, and the bottom of the column news has piled up a little. So that's actually, I like that, because then we got a, a wide variety of choice here. Right. Choice. This one comes from uh, from Italy from Pavia, Italy, and the court system. It's a, a mom. And I think of these little old ladies, these little old Italian ladies. You you think of them uh, from uh, movies you've seen, walking along these, these roads uh, that are going up the Alps. And here's this little old lady with a huge load on her back, and she's got a cane, and she's all bent over. That's the person I'm thinking of when I hear this story. Okay. It's the cartoon bubble specific. that's floating above my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the little old Italian mom on her way <laughs> with a with a, a bundle of sticks on her back. I, I don't know. Italian? Well, yeah, well, you know, they're, they're more urban than we are, I guess, when it gets down to it. They probably think of uh, these Norwegian Minnesota farmers that I, are... I'm, I, I think more like Ecuadorian mountain living people. Well, that would be too. It's actually very close to the same person, I guess, in my mental <laughs> yeah, image. Yep. Well, this 75-year-old woman in Pavia, Italy, had to go to the courts uh, to to get her two sons out of her house. They're 42 and 40. So they're well past the, uh, what, the age limit for taking care of your kids. Right. Yeah, they they're, should be taking care of mom. Yeah. Mom, mom doesn't uh, cut corners here. She describes her son as parasites <laughs> who have been living <laughs> living with her without contributing financially, even though they both had jobs. Kick them out. 40 and 42. Judge Simona Katarbi called the brothers uh, Bambosioni, or big babies. Mm-hmm. Bambosioni. I'm saying that wrong, I know. Mm. Yeah, but like Yesu like Bambino. Bambino. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first part. Bambo, maybe that's plural. Mm, but well, well, sure. anyway, I don't know. So he's given them until December eighteenth to get out of there. Good. So we we should check back on the nineteenth, see if we can get a hold of this. I guess I don't have her name, but we'll just call Italy and say, hey, put that lady on that uh, went to court to get her sons out of the house. Get the Italy exchange there. I just can't believe. I mean, what kind of an ingrate are you that you, if your mom asks you to leave, she has to take you to court to yeah. make you leave? How sad. Here's what the judge said. Once a certain age has been exceeded, the child can no longer expect the parents to continue the maintenance obligation within <laughs> limits that are no longer reasonable. That's right. That's the legalese term for Get out, you're too old. Get off the couch, get out of the Yeah. The brothers haven't decided whether or not they'll appeal the decision. Oh, Are you kidding? That's that's the worst part of the whole story, isn't it? I I just hope this lady has a lot of money and is not leaving any of it to her kids. (laughs) 
Well, she's using it all in legal fees at this point. <laughs> Evidently. Uh, oh, sad. All right. This is, uh, well, here's another sad one, although it's unusual and sad. The sad, well, the sad part we'll see, but uh, it's worth it to get to the unusual part. Okay. okay. This is in Melbourne, Australia. Sort of a crime report. Uh, they raided a house not that long ago, October 31st, so just last week or a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. They found a, a meth lab, boxes of gemstones. That's the sad part. Meth lab and gemstones and so many Legos that they'll need a truck to haul them away. Well, see, the Legos, that's the sad part to me. I'm just kidding. Oh, well, because they're in a meth lab? I don't or, know, yeah. Or, well, like, they're probably not going to ever get used because now they've got, like, drug Well residue on them. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they can they wash them off or the police found 1,130 boxes of the plastic blocks valued at more than $200,000. Wow. Legos. That doesn't include the gemstones and the meth. It's right. just the Legos. And they arrested a 36-year-old guy and a 32-year-old woman. Uh the detective inspector Anthony Vella there in Australia says um this is the first time our detectives have seized a Lego collection. <laughs> okay, I guess. Val likes to watch these Australian detective shows. Mm. You know, the, the streaming uh, channels, they yep. get a little uh, light on material sometimes, <laughs> so they have to go to other countries and find these sure. detective shows. Mm. And, and they're all a little different than, you know, how we would in, in, in not uh, the uh, United States detective shows. Right. They call them... DCIs or D, uh, I can't even don't know what that stands for. That means officer, though, like okay, detective class one. one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but but so so every once in a while, I'll be falling asleep, and Val will be watching Australian police dramas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which, yeah, they run into the kangaroo once in a while, you know, the odd kangaroo. <laughs> anyway. And aren't they all odd kangaroos? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Kwame and Company podcast. Let's uh, find out more about the, the seven words. 91.5 and 102.7, the word. A guest all the way from Canada, Denise Wilson from Ontario. You live there with your two sons and husband? That's right. So, we live on my husband's family farm, actually. Oh, our, excellent. Our kids are the sixth generation to live on the farm. Sixth generation? Yeah. That's unusual for a family farm. Yeah. Hard yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, oftentimes I say I'm from Minnesota. Oh, I don't know how you live. There's a whole country above us that's where it's colder than Minnesota. <laughs> Actually, in some places, I mean, right now it's pretty nice there. Ontario, <laughs> yeah. excellent. And in yeah. Minnesota, it's excellent too. But, oh, okay, we're talking about the book Seven Words You Never Want to Hear. And those words are Depart from Me. I Never Knew I You. Never Knew You. Okay. What leads to a wake-up call for people who have been relying on their family or tradition or cultural Christianity that, that might draw them to reconsider where what their position in Christ is? Well, in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, um, Paul says, examine yourself to see whether you're in the faith. Test yourselves, unless, of course, you don't pass the test. So that was written to a church. And uh, so these people 
in the church are encouraged to examine themselves. So I believe that the way to know for sure is self-examination. So um, there's a danger of deception. So anybody who calls himself a Christian should examine themselves. And that's why I wrote the book and that's why I've written the Bible study so that church groups can get together and uh, do that. Although it's a personal, it's a self-examination. Yeah. It's not for me to examine you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's for, for you to examine yourself. So in the Bible study, I actually have little asterisks beside certain questions. So it's like, this is not to be discussed in the, in the, in the group session. Okay. So, so it's personal so that you can truly examine yourself because that's the way, that's the only way that you really know, examine yourself according to what does the Bible say? Yeah, exactly. One of the pastors in our church is, is always very concerned about determining a person's spiritual condition. And he often says that if you're asking the question, am I really a servant of Christ? That's often a, a, a good indication that you are. Sure. I mean, if there's conviction of sin, yeah. um, I mean, the Bible was clear. Like, if this is the pattern of your life and you have no issue with it, well, that's a real clear sign yeah. that something's not right. But the Bible has so many tests. First John is a book that includes many tests. Um, so if a person wants to know, read the book of First John and, you know, what does it say? I mean, if you love me, you'll obey me. That's one of the tests of genuine faith. What do you love? Um, do you love God or do you love yourself? I mean, denial of self, that's another, you you know, that's another test too. And you know, there's lots of false gospels. The reason there's so many false professions is because there's so many false gospels out there. And I touched on that in the book also. Um, the gospel of greed, you know, it's like all about the money. The gospel of self, where's my treasure? Am I using Jesus for my treasure? Or is Jesus my treasure? And that's a good question to ask too. And so, you know, we just really need to look at ourselves and ask these questions. Uh, Denise Wilson is our guest from Ontario. Seven words you never want to hear. DeniseWilson.ca, your website? That's correct, okay. yeah. Or just get the book out of, uh, I mean, Google it and you'll run into places yeah. to buy the book. Yeah, exactly. Kwame and Company, focusing on Closet Vision, Comfort Food, Pirates on the Prairie, and Pat's Gut. It lifts me up when I'm having a bad day. It energizes me and just helps me get through the day. Thanks. Kwame and Company Podcast XXXIV. For you non-Super Bowl guys, that's... Uh, 34. That's 34, yeah. So we haven't really had a report on the podcast yet of the hunting season so far. And I guess the report is pretty skimpy. It's non-existent. We didn't get to go this year because Wes couldn't see. So Oh, and you're not going out again later? The... No, oh. he won't be able to see. He he may be able to see for the very end of the year, but that would be bow hunting. Bow hunting deer? So maybe he'll get out with his crossbow Okay, and go bow hunting. All right. So. Well, that'd be great if that happened. I happens. think he's hoping. It's supposed to be a mild winter. That'll be peachy. Yeah. At least that's what the He's got the, the clothes for it, say. even if it's there, not. Yeah, that's right. so. He's gone hunting in above the Arctic Circle, for he goodness has. sakes. So, <laughs> you know, you'd think there'd be less stuff to shoot up there, but apparently not. Those musk ox that well, he was. That's what it was, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, musk ox. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you could probably sell that and make uh, men's aftershave. I don't think so. Right? No. <laughs> Musk. Isn't that where they no, get but that? The, w that's one of the more rare fibers that you can find for oh. using to make like clothes with. 
Yeah, evidently. Really the muskox, insulation the, in there, right? The muskox hair on the bottom, I want to say it's like under like the chin down into the belly. Yeah. It's like this, the under, it's like the super, it's kind of like a wool on a sheep. Okay. You know, like thick like that. Yeah. But it's super, super soft. Okay. So he brought me back a bag full of it. Bag of muskox hair. Uh-huh. I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. And then I brought it to a lady that I know that has alpaca, al- alpacas. Alpaca and ranch? she has a spinning wheel. Oh, yeah. And makes yarn out of the alpaca hair. Yeah. So she joined it with some alpaca hair to make it a little bit more. Because it was only, you know, a gallon a Ziploc amount. bag yeah. Yeah. of it. So she made me a skein, basically, yeah, by mixing it, it with... Alpaca, mm-hmm. uh, like the zucchini of weaving. <laughs> <laughs> you just add and stretch out the other right. whatever you are. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But she well, spun the... Cool. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. But anyways, all that to say, yes, he's he's prepared for any kind of hunting weather. And then if we he doesn't get to do that, he's thinking after he has both cataract surgeries, mm-hmm. then maybe he'll find a hunt somewhere in the south and we'll go well, south we go. somewhere and... He'll go hunt something. I've got a friend. You know who I should introduce you to is my Mm. friend Stacy, who is a varmint hunter. Oh, yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, he'll go into an area where farmers are having trouble with whatever it is, like coyotes or pigs pigs or Mm -hmm. whatever is classified as a varmint. Right. And they have paid hunters go in, and he'll do it for free. I mean, he just likes to hunt. (laughs) But, right. you know, but that's a, that's the special circumstances and he'll go in there and then and clean them out. Oh, Wes would have a blast. With that him. would be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's uh, got the same sense of humor as Wes too. So okay. next time those guys are in town, you know, I'll have to, okay. we'll have to you... do something together. Yes, yeah, okay. for sure. All right. This is Kwame Company Podcast XXXIV. We're going to hear about uh, Lieutenant Caitlin North, where she's uh, going to talk to us about, she's the new Salvation Army officer. and 102.7 The Word. This is Kwame and Company, and Caitlin North is with us. Lieutenant Caitlin uh, from the Salvation Army. Uh, Salvation Army led by officers. Uh, Now it says ordained (laughs) ministers. Caitlin, are you an ordained minister? I am. Yes, I am. That's cool. Okay. You and your husband, Nathan, are at the St. Cloud Salvation Army. We haven't had a chance to talk before. So welcome to the Word. Well, thank you. Yes, we're we're excited to be here. How long have you been at this post in St. Cloud? We have been here since the end of June of this year, so we're pretty new here in the area. Well, St. Cloud Salvation Army is really blessed with a great facility and all the programs that are happening to help people it's got to be uh exciting to jump into a ministry like this it is it's it's really exciting we definitely have had quite the experience of getting and going right when we got here so it's been great are there any programs caitlin that are specifically winter and holiday related here at the saint cloud salvation army so a couple off the top of my head would be our winter coat program um, people can call or come in to make an appointment with our front office and 
receive a winter coat um, for themselves or for their family. We do all sizes. That's available. And we also have our annual Christmas toy distribution. Families are able to sign up beginning November 1st. We give away toys and gifts for kids um, ages birth to 14. Oh, that's great. If you're just joining us, Lieutenant Caitlin North is with us from the Salvation Army in St. Cloud. Now, when the Red Kettle campaign starts, mm-hmm. those funds raised, uh, that's got to be well, your biggest fundraiser. That the, Those funds are used to help people all yeah. year round, right? It is. That is correct. It is our biggest fundraiser. And we use um, the funds that we collect um, November, December, uh, when we're out there ringing the bell. We use it to function our programs all year long. It's so important that we reach our goal so that we can function all year round. Well, I always make it a practice to carry some cash money in my pockets when the Salvation Army Red Kettle campaign is going, because I don't want to walk by those kettles and say, you know, you want to be a part of it. And there are ways to, to make a donation at the Red Kettle, even without having a pocket full of coins. Yes, that's true. We've, um, the Salvation Army has, um, come a long way and we now have a tap to pay at our kettle site so if you have a card or um, your phone and you do a tap to pay that will set you up with a website where you can donate um, that way if you don't have cash or change on you well that's the way to do it if coming out of hobby lobby you don't have any change you just uh, do the tap right at the at the, yes. the bucket there absolutely okay yeah. we're going to take a little break here but lieutenant caitlin north with us on kwame and company this morning and and we'll talk more about the salvation army in saint cloud this is 91.5 and 102.7 the word okay coming up next time on uh, kwame and company podcast xxxv Ooh. They said we wouldn't get to XXXV. <laughs> I think but you just do that just to annoy me. They said. <laughs> All right. We'll finish up our time with the uh, author of our book of the month, The Seven Words You Never Want to Hear. We've got, I've got six famous quotes, six of the most famous quotes from Ooh. all of our quotes of the past. Okay. Okay. Celebrity quotes, the six best. According to you? Well, the first six in the list here that I got here. Uh, according yeah. to you? Yeah, like well, the list is from something. The the, list, somebody compiled the list. Reader's Digest compiled okay. the list. Okay. And I took the six best out of, they actually had a list of the ten best. Okay. I didn't like four of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I crossed so them out. So now it's six of the best. Yeah, the six. <laughs> and let's see. Or you could say the VI <laughs> favorite <laughs> quotes. All right. Also, next time. We're going to talk about the um, uh, showcase, the Christmas showcase at Common Goods. Oh. Which, uh, you know, this podcast. Is well, on the, the opening day. Is well, The next podcast is on the, on the opening day, day of the So showcase. if you're listening to this now and you're listening in a timely manner right after we release it, mm-hmm. then be ready because it's on the 10th and 11th of November. Exactly. So don't you don't have to well, wait until Friday to find out about it. You can just go to it. To a true, yeah. But our <laughs> Friday podcast will include information yeah, we're gonna talk, about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. All right. Woo! It's a, this whole <laughs> podcast world, it's like space and time travel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Have a good day then.